to the trade experiment. Oh yeah, that's Episode got a nice one. nice ring to it. It does. And, it. You know, trade experiment. We got the original four here. We are Podcast. gonna we are gonna dive down to the rabbit holes of who we are, what we are, and a little bit of knowledge of the backstory. Yeah. It's going to be a good first episode. With that being said, thank you, gentlemen, for joining tonight. Thank you for having having us. us. And thank you, the audience, for listening to episode number one. So, one. Starting that off, (laughs) why don't we uh, just go around? My name is Rick Valco. I am a dirt contractor. I've been in the industry now for probably 21 years. You almost forgot how old he was. Yeah. If you say 20 plus, it gives you a bit of of grandiose, like, presence. Right. I mean, if you really... 20 plus years of experience. If you really count, like, (laughs) I started at seven, but on resume, about 21 years now. And uh, just glad to be here. In what industry? uh, The excavating. Underground. What's your specialty? I don't really know. I've specialized (laughs) in so many things. I specialize in being diverse. That's my specialty. Diversity. Ooh, that was a, that was a nice that answer. That was Thank very you. nice. Thank you. What about you? Who's you? You. This guy. Come on, introduce Matt yourself. Matt Totten on the mic here. Uh, so I've been, uh, I've, I own my own little small little uh, remodeling company for uh, residential. But uh, for the last 15 years prior, uh, I was a superintendent in the general contractor world. Uh, doing uh, hospital work and healthcare and ground ups and you name it, I've overseen it. So, so yeah. perfect. What about our next? How man? long have you been in the trades? Uh, twenty years. Yeah, awesome. What kind of hats do you wear? What kind of hats are on a daily basis? <laughs> on a daily basis, I wear every well, hat. Mostly ball caps. But, <laughs> but from the beginning, you know, I've, I've done concrete, I've done electrical, I've done plumbing, I've done. I was diving a little bit deeper. You're the accountant. You're the secretary. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm everything. Am I good at everything? No. Accounting, secretary stuff, kind of lack in that field, but I I make do. And to go back to the original question. I have business. People love me. What is your specialty? What's my specialty? My specialty is doing people's bathrooms. I am a bathroom god. He is the the bathroom renovation specialist, the yes. king of the throne. Yes, I am. No, yeah, that's perfect. Me. I am the king of. Yeah, he. Well, well, that's he true. Fixes my thrones when no, I mess you, them you, up. You fixed the problem for the throne. <laughs> I've, yeah. And so, who are you, by the way? I'm Greg Johnson. Uh, I've been in the plumbing trade for twenty plus years. Um, yeah, that's it. But that's it. Well, that's, wow. that's all you got for no, an introduction. No, that, Come on now, Greg. Episode, that's it. That, that, <laughs> this that, is not a platform it, for modesty. Oh, right. <laughs> no! I, I've been in twenty plus years. Um, business owner. I am a business owner, and I wear a lot of hats as well. I mean, I am when when the secretary's sick, I'm the secretary. When uh, one of my service plumbers is sick, I'm a service plumber. I'm a new construction plumber. I am. I'm everything, you know, and that's so the thing about are a plumbing contractor. I am a plumbing contractor. We, okay. we are one stop shopping. I'll fix your toilet flapper to plumb an entire hospital. Doesn't matter to us. Like and vac trucks. And vac truck stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We do vac truck like, stuff. Yeah. I, I, wasn't even, trucks. I wasn't even going to bring that up. I was just sticking oh, we're going to, straight into oh, it. Come yeah, on. Now. All right. Yeah. I'm also a vac truck owner operator. Yeah. And, uh, uh, hydroescavating as well. So, what is your specialty, sir? My specialty is probably 
everything. I am too yeah. ADD to do just one thing. Every Love day it. I come up and I come in the shop and it's like, what's going to be on fire today? And that's what I am that day. I don't know what I'm going to be until it actually happens. Yep. I love it. I think this is going to be so dynamic. Yeah. And what about you, sir? So I am Brian Furness, um, and I am a weird smattering of things that that revolve around the trade. So uh, I've been in Elaborate the on that. A yeah. Bit. So I've been in the dirt industry as an excavating contractor for about twelve or thirteen years now. Which, after everyone else on here has listed out their resume, I sound like the baby in the room. Um, but I actually started in the white collar world. And, uh, and then over the last couple of years, totally shifted gears. And I now run a YouTube show called diesel and iron. Uh, and it is geared towards getting people into the excavating industry. Can we agree to do plugs on this show. Oh yeah. Come absolutely. On. I didn't think we We're plugging away. Plugs. Come on now. Come on. You guys are billing me. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, uh, it, I have the YouTube channel. It's really structured towards getting people into the dirt industry. I've, I'm very passionate about the trades. And, uh, and I wanted to teach. And so that's what diesel and iron is. And that's what this podcast is. It is. And that is, that's really what we've geared up, uh, this podcast for, uh, in addition to diesel and iron, we, the four of us, the reason Rick introduced us as the original four, uh, we have a second podcast that is really the raw unpolished version of the trades called sweat and grime. Uncensored. We've, yes. Uncensored. And, uh, and we've been doing that for about a year. And then uh, I continue to dirt contract. I actually work with Rick, with his company, and uh, and we take on a bunch of oddball dirt jobs. And we and work with. And, and as <laughs> we of recent, about Greg. <laughs> well, no, as of recent, uh, we started working with Greg uh, with plumbing jobs. We're kind of his excavating contractor on those, and so it's it's been a really. Uh, this has been really interesting. The way that we've all kind of woven together on this, yeah. it's been and fun. You, sir, what is your specialty? Out of your crazy resume, what's your specialty? Man, I, I don't even... It doesn't even have to be back in the excavating realm. Yeah, what has I, been your specialty anymore? I, I would say, really, my specialty is moving into promoting the trades, in all honesty. I, I'm I, a content creator. I am a content creator because it's passion, though. For the trades. In addition to all the things I just listed, mm -hmm. I also host a YouTube show on behalf of Randall Riley, which is a publishing company in the earth-moving industry and trucking industry. I host their show, The Dirt. And so really, uh, my passion, to answer your question, Greg, and also what is becoming my specialty is becoming kind of a mouthpiece for the trades. I'm really trying to hit every platform that presents itself uh, in order to talk about the trades. As I love it. So and that's why it. we all came together. I was going to say, that's it. how did we all find each other? Yeah. It was Does all... anybody have a great answer for that? I like, do. I tripped and fell into this. No, I disagree. I disagree. The whole six degrees of knowing how it's, it's crazy. Like, I I didn't know Brian. I didn't know you. I didn't well, know Greg. Break, break it down I knew Rick everybody found everybody. in the past, and I called up Rick one day, what, a year and a half ago, yeah. and asked, hey, can you bore some holes for, you know, footings for a deck that I got? Sure, why not? He came over, popped some holes in the ground. Then all of a sudden we started BSing about what he's been doing for the last couple of months, and that was getting sweat and grime with Brian off the ground. Yep. And they asked me to become a, uh, or come on the show to tell my story. Yeah, so you were just my, a guest at that point. I was point. just a guest. So yeah. that came full circle. And at that time, and we I was just. To, we went to school together. Yeah, we all went day. to school together. We wrestled together the whole nine yards. So that came full circle. Then they invited me to be a full-time host on the show Sweat and Grime. Yeah. And then we just started collaborating and just 
putting our heads together. And then all of a sudden I was doing a bathroom for a friend of mine, which then led to, oh my gosh, I got a guy that could be on the podcast. And that was Brandon Damon. Yep. So Brandon Damon got us in touch with you. Yep. And then you were on our our podcast. Uh, yeah, I was on the show. And that's kind of how it came full circle. Just all of us knowing somebody and it just kind of brought us together. So that was a great synopsis of how the trades actually work. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. 100%. Yep. I, I just wanted to throw it out there because that's how I met you. That's how I met Rick. That's how I met Brian. Well, that's how I met have brought us together. the people in my phone. It, yeah. And I would even go 100% a, true. a step further. I would say the four of us in particular, it is our, our passion for the trades that really brought us together because it when like-minded individuals for sure 100 percent. so yeah. so rick, sometimes well rick and i met <laughs> uh i used to sell equipment i sold equipment for two years yeah. and i sold rick his skid steer and we just immediately hit it off um and, and became friends as i was the salesman he was my customer and then over time that relationship went far deeper than than just the sales customer relationship we became really good friends and, and through that, we discovered we really had a passion for the trade. So we started up our sweat and grind platform and then we had Matt on. And well, first we started up the diesel and iron. That's true. We, we started diesel yeah, and iron first. Yeah, we got to go back a step. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't want to go too far yeah, down yeah, yeah, into yeah. that story because oh. we'll, we'll do that down the road. But we started with diesel and iron and, and out of that was born sweat and grime. Yep. And so we were still really young in sweat and grime. And, uh, and we had Matt on the show and it was immediately apparent Matt was very passionate about the trades and, and he loved talking shop and he, he loved everything about it. And it was like, well, okay, you naturally fit right in. We want to exactly. bring you into the fold. They called me. We did. Right. We, we did. I was jumping for joy when they it was asked lovely. me that question. And, and the same thing with Greg, you know, we yeah. had been at it for, I don't know, 10, eight, eight to 10 almost, months. Almost 10 months yeah. now. Yeah. When we were... And, and, and we had Greg on and the exact same thing. Greg's enthusiasm, everything. And know, it was just the table. wanting to, to share the trades with people, get more people into it. There was a passion. And so honestly, I think it is truly the passion that we have for the trades that really brought us all together. Oh yeah. I was so excited once I found out that there was actually a platform where I could share my excitement for yeah. getting people into the trades. hundred yeah. percent. And uh, I think that's why we're all here. I, well, and I was about to say, and that's what drove the creation of this platform specifically. And I think really now, looking back and reflecting at the time of our life and our careers, obviously there's a shortage. There's a big problem that's going on. And we just started talking about it. And it's to the point now, like not only trying to give back to the industry, but also show as many doors that aren't talked about to the industry, what's behind it all. And I think and let them I'm going to go a step farther and say that they're hidden. Yeah. They are, they are, they are hidden, doors. hidden yeah. from the average don't know how person. to get through that door. Yes. Yeah. They're hidden from people. They yeah. don't want you to know that you can make a good, honest living in the trade. And, and I think really that's what the platform is. I want to actually take people down as they listen to the radio or the TV, however they want to stream and listen to this. And I want to take them down. And show them the avenues behind every door and where it goes. Because really, I, I elaborate and say there's only 12 doors behind each industry. There's hundreds of doors from starting out the blue collar entry level all the way up to the white collar realm. CFO. Yeah. CEO. So so let's expound on that. When you say there's hundreds of doors, Absolutely. what do you mean by that? I, I'm in total agreement. But well, for the audience, what do you mean by that? Let's just go basic 101, the construction trait. I'm interested in the trades. I take a step forward and I'm just like, what do I want to do? 
you don't go to college. So you're not looking at the pamphlets and all this. Oh, I could get this and I be, I could become this. And I like using an, a hammer, an air nailer. You take a step forward. You see a framing crew. You see somebody you're like, man, that's really fun. You show interest. You, you find it on Google. You find it just YouTube. You find a door right there. And it's like you're passionate door. about. Correct. You may not know and it's just how a, to get into it. It's the just next a step. door. Yep. Right. When I want to fix something or I want to find knowledge, you instantly throw up YouTube or Google and it's a door to the trade. I think it goes back even farther than that. Did it you does. play with Tonka Toys? I did. Oh, yeah. Did you love it? I you still played do. every day. <laughs> I was I was every now you're playing the adult version of Tonka Toys. Correct. But just, getting paid just to those do doors, though, you recognize your kid and you buy the uh, Fisher Price. The Fisher Price, yep. yep. Or Tonka. Uh, yeah, or the Tonka building blocks or the hammer and the yep. little square and round hole thing. You beat yep. the stuff through. Yep. Right there's a door, yep. and you got to learn to grasp that concept and the knowledge that your kid has interest in something like that. He's not playing, and this is so many different doors and rabbit holes, but he's not playing with the video games. He has interest in beating a hammer and pounding the peg into the hole. Like, that's what he's very interested in. So I want to take your, your comment a step further, because Please. where my mind went is uh, when we think of those doors... You think of, okay, the trades. I can be a plumber. I can be an electrician. I can be the guy on the end of a shovel. But really, let's go to to the, because we know this industry, Rick, let's go to the guy on the end of the shovel, the excavating industry. Within that industry, you can be the guy on the end of the shovel. You can be the guy in the machine. You can be a foreman or a superintendent. You could be a, a guy that flies drones yep. and does takeoffs. You could be the guy that... That, that designs GPS CAD files yeah. to go in the machines. You could be an accountant. You could be, there are so Project many manager avenues. Up. Safety director. Absolutely. Up. Even in my business, my business has grown to the point to where I'm honestly thinking about looking at getting a CFO. Yeah. You know, we're getting into a realm that's beyond my capabilities. I need to hire that. But I finding the right guy for a CFO, CFO of a construction company you can't just take somebody out of college. They're going to be in the trades. Correct. They had to, or they're never going to understand and be able to communicate with me. Correct. 100%. And I would argue someone who has a degree, that's not necessarily going to have the same benefit that it would outside of the trades coming over into the trades. Correct. No. Like you, you really need to be a true tradesman to understand this industry and understand the inner workings of it. Correct. And, and, and I've, I've yet to find somebody who came up through the trades and was like, boy, I want to be a CFO, but I know they're out there. Absolutely. I know they're out there. But those are the doors to get to that CFO. They had to walk through and they had to walk through 10, 12 doors. Yep. And then behind those doors, there was a bunch of different experiences and a bunch of different hours and circumstances and licensing. And then you get to the next door and now you're running with some crews. You're running with some, uh, homeowners, and now you're starting to run with the books, and you're also starting to run uh, personal PR relationships from the public to your business. Like, there's so many doors behind each door, and there's more licensing and certifications, and then classes, and you know, now social media has taken off. There's so much stuff to run a business with marketing, and you just keep going behind each door, and the door gets bigger, and it's more compounding. And I think people really just grasp the basic 
entry level when they look at the construction industry, just you know, the plumbing and the dirt goes the same. One on one, they're a ditch digger, they're running a shovel. That's all you're going to be. That's what people see at the initial door because that's the and we first need to step break that, the door. that mold. That's how it's portrayed to everybody. Yeah, is but that's it's not all that. you're ever going to be? Right. Yeah. Is a ditch digger. Yeah. Well, so like once you get diggers, in that ditch, you start becoming somebody. You yep, become right. a a skilled worker a craftsman and then, yeah craftsman and then once you get past that little point you move up into another you know category and then yep. another category and at the end of the day when you're done you could become a cfo you could yep. be yep. you know you know the ins and outs of your industry and it pays dividends you know by starting at the at the bottom 100%. and actually working your way to the top so, not just how everybody's portrayed like how can i make it to the top right out the door well that, you know? that, that was what college was designed for was to because then that's just faking it till you make it well, in every yeah, cut off aspect the of life and that's not healthy no the college was the the entry level where you could go to college and then hurry up and, and skirt your way into line and end up in the middle of the line instead yep. of at the very back Correct. yeah but the guy that went to college doesn't understand that the guy sweeping the floor he doesn't understand the the pitfalls that he comes into in a day. Yes, I mean, yep. we don't think sweeping a floor is a tough time, but there is pitfalls, you know? Yep. There's pitfalls in every single thing that you do, and if you yep. don't understand them, you'll never appreciate it, you'll never recognize it, and you'll never understand why it took eight hours to sweep a floor because well, yep. you've never done it. Yeah. Correct. What, what really excites me about this particular platform is um, for the last 50 years, we've pushed college as the only route to success. and And it's to the point where... We've taken shop, we've taken uh, auto tech, all of these trades oriented classes totally out of the, the school system because home ec. Why, home ec is another good one. Yeah. Why waste our time teaching these routes of failure when we should drive everyone towards the path of success, which is college? That's the narrative that's being told right Correct. now. And so... We're not even talking about the the four or five main doors that we just covered, the the kind of big trades that you immediately think of when you say the trades. We don't even talk about those, let alone the hundreds of doors that we just kind of touched on. And what I'm really excited about this platform is we're going to go into those doors. We're, we're going to talk about each holes. of those doors. We're going to go down the rabbit hole and we're going to talk about the details of what's required to get into it. What's a day in the life look like? What's a realistic wage you can earn? Financial breakdown is one, one of the things. 100%. Oh, yeah. Let's talk yeah. real numbers. And we're going to have people on here that are going to blow your minds of how you can get into these avenues. And in my mind, that's what this is. This yeah. is going to be the blue collar narrative. This yep. is where we talk as the people in the trades about what it actually is, yep. not some guidance counselors take on what it is as well, a path of failure. But they went to college for that. They know all. You're right. That's but not true. just that though. <laughs> we need to on those steps. And as we walk down the hallway, everybody that we talk to, they're happy and they're passionate about the trades. Yes. They don't want to change their career. I also think that the instant gratification that people need to realize it's a long road and it's not just, you know, a college. They show it's you not a quick, they get show quick, you, they show you going scheme. to school. They show you becoming a doctor, a lawyer, and they show you the cars and they show you the houses and they show you the instant gratification, even though it's only a four or six years. Each door, the instant gratification is the success in the door to the next door. You know, it just occurred to me that both of you guys just touched on that is 100% the line of, for lack of a better phrase, BS that's being sold mm -hmm. is the get 
rich, quick scheme. Yep. Everyone thinks about college as the get quick, rich scheme. Statistically, though, if you really start digging into the, especially this this last couple of years, the news articles, that is the world's biggest lie because everyone coming out of college is in crippling debt. I read a deal the other day that over 60% of Americans are going into the holidays living paycheck to paycheck, and it's 100% due to student loan debt. Mm -hmm. You have the vast majority of millennials and, and younger generations are unable to buy a house, and most of them are still living with mom and dad because of crippling student debt. So this whole idea... That college is going to, A, let you skip your place in line and move further up the food chain, and B, get rich quick, is 100% propaganda to drive people into the universities, which are making a crap load of money off of you, the student. Yeah, selling debt. Yes, 100%. But not only that. This platform, there's, so, there's, I think the colleges are shutting down our airways. I don't want anybody to hear this. There's so many, there's so many avenues that we're going to go down with this, but this is you're gonna you're gonna work for your education and you're going to get paid. You're not going to walk in and assume a bunch of debt. You're going to actually put in the sweat equity. You're going to learn through the apprenticeships. You're going to learn how to get into every trades. And the best thing that nobody has really touched on at all is if you don't like the one trade you've gained knowledge that you get to turn on a walkway that you've been paid for and go to the next one and try another one. Well, I was about to say, and you didn't, you didn't build debt learning that Right. you got paid. And so when you walk away, right. you walk away with a paycheck with knowledge, with and a knowledge and a paycheck. Yep. And, and every trade has a certain amount of tools and skill sets that cross over to another trade. 100%. Yep. Every trade uses a hammer. I don't care what trade you're in. If you don't know how to use a hammer, it's every single trade out there needs a hammer. Yep. Every single one. So if you don't know how to use a hammer. Or a good beating stick. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. If you have the basic knowledge of not getting your fingers in the yep. way when the hammer's coming down, then you're on to, you're on to step one. Yeah. Well, just to touch bases real quick, we we compete on jobs daily. And we're installing sewers. We're installing septic pipe. But yet, here we are helping out a plumbing company doing the same task. Maybe the dude doesn't like... Working in all the elements, stomping through knee-deep mud, but he really enjoyed the plumbing aspect of it. Yeah. Right? And then he goes, I want to be a plumber. Let's yeah. try it. So you've already, guilt, you've already gained a skill set, and then you just transition into the other door. Or you're, that, digging, or you're digging holes, and all of a sudden you find a fossil, and all of a sudden you think, oh, I can be an archaeologist. You know, there's so many avenues. that I, I don't know yeah. that I was going to go there, but I will say that's some of the other... Uh, things that aren't talked about at all about the trades. So um, when I first got into the excavating industry, I filled in for, I think, a week and a half, two weeks on one of the crews that goes out and does geotechnical drilling. So Mm -hmm. before they do large scale building projects, you got to know what's underneath the dirt. Correct. Because you as a you as a builder need to know the ground conditions so you know what you're getting into. So we would go out and we would drill a bunch of test holes. And I was living in Austin, Texas at the time. Which was, uh, if you're unfamiliar, there ain't no water in central Texas. It is dry as a bone and it's solid limestone. But what was really interesting is you get about 300 feet deep on one of your boreholes and you start pulling up fossilized uh, coral and seashells. And it's from millions of years ago when there was inland oceans 
it deposited all of those seashells and everything. So 300 feet down underneath Austin, you're pulling up seashells. Yeah. Awesome. That's really cool stuff. And yeah. no one talks about that. And you're never going to see that in a cubicle. Like well, that's, that's the sort just, of stuff you're exposed to. That, but you, you were hitting it right on the head with the skilled trades. You get to use them in every state. So if you don't like the state that you're in, go in every some, country, you could go somewhere else or another country. Absolutely. And your skill sets apply. Yes. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. They need your skill sets to accomplish the task at hand. Yes. Regardless of where you're at. And the other thing, you get to create. Yes. And if you go back to being a kid, creativity was everything to me. Oh, and I yeah. would take that a step further, even beyond just creativity. There is a lot of uh, artisticness to to what a lot of we oh, of what we do in the trades. You know, mm-hmm. I think about the way we go out and shape a lot. That is, at the end of the day, there's no. It's not a color by paint by numbers, color by numbers book. This is a yes. you are figuring out how you want to shape this in property the, in the sense of accomplishment. And there's no rule book for some of the stuff that 100%. we do. One hundred percent. Same with same with the building trades. Yes. I mean, the way you put together a room, the the accent pieces you put in, the way that you do the craftsmanship. There's a lot of artisticness to it. Oh, 100%. And Greg, you've talked about your breweries that you do. That's what I was just going to segue into. Is literally the first thing I ever hear out of people is, "When I retire, I want to travel. Why wouldn't you do it and get paid?" Yeah. yeah. I traveled the United States, anywhere from Montana to Vermont. We've been in the armpits of the world and some of the nicest places I've ever been. Yeah. And I got paid to do it all. It's yeah. I got to bring my family with me. I was able to fly my family out. We did vacations when I was at work in Montana or yep. Vermont or wherever. You get paid to travel the world if you so choose to. Yeah. Yes. I've you went to Alaska. Right I've went to New Orleans. I went to Florida. I I've gone to all these places, and it didn't cost me a dime, and I got paid yep. to no. live and enjoy those areas. Yes. You got paid to go there. Yep. Yes. Correct. People yep. always want to travel. I mean, I got buddies right now working in Carousel Island. It's 30 degrees outside. It's 80 and sunny there right now. They're yep. pretty happy yep. to be where they're at. Yeah. Yep. And and they get the they get to pick and choose when they want to settle down. Yeah, because you got the you got the people that are constantly traveling. Yeah, and then you go, hey, I this is where I want to grow roots, or maybe I want to go back yep. home, or I like it right here. Yep, and you settle down, or you can just keep doing it indefinitely. And I think, but that's that's the whole dynamic of this platform, and I really think we're going to break down a lot more walls that are there that I want to say people are intimidated by or they don't know how to get behind and we're going to start going and showcasing just every aspect we're going to get guests on here we're going to get people that in the trades i want to play a in question office, answer owners operators everybody uh, you know, to, to sum people that up, run apprenticeship programs it's going to be to sum it up in one line we want to give the real scoop we we yep. want to we want to tell the real story the honest Story. Of of what the trades the are, scoop. and that that's really the goal of this platform. So. I I personally want to break down every guidance counselor and have it shown. Show me where your path is the right way. One hundred percent. Show me where my path went wrong. It, tell me how doing something I love, getting paid really good money, yep. and I would even argue. Getting paid more money than probably 50 to 60% of the white collar industry? Tell me how I made the wrong choice. I made more money than my guidance counselor when I was 20. And on that note, 
welcome to the show. We'll be back for another get episode. Ready? Buckle your seatbelts. Yeah. It's going to be a long ride, and it's going to get bumpy. It's going to be gonna fun. It's going to be a ride. Learn, though. listen, and get somewhere together. Absolutely. We'll see you guys next yeah. week. See you.